Hey, Anchor. We are here, and we are back. We are a day late because I had to dominate at a golf scramble. All right, Tiger, calm but down. It's all right. Hey, I drove a par four. I drove it on the green. You're so good at golf. I'm shocked, you, I'm, shocked, I'm shocked you weren't golfing the Ryder Cup for the United States this weekend. Honestly, should I, I drove the ball about 290 to get it on that green. I piss-missled that ball. I joked about it before I hit it. I was like, 305, dead center. <laughs> I walked back, whipped that bitch, just dead center. It just kept going. I looked, I was like, holy shit. And from that hole on, everybody on your team during the scramble called you Tiger Nelson. Well, the last time I hit that hole, I hit it just short of the green. I almost hit a group because I didn't think I could hit it that far. And the guys wanted to call me Bryson DeChambeau. So... <laughs> It's really – yesterday was really good for me for golf. I think I had two drives at the end of the day when I was pretty drunk that weren't good. Nice. But otherwise, like, the rest of my drives were all solid drives. Well, the problem when I golf is I tend to get drunk. And when I get drunk, I think I'm still, like, playing pretty good at golf. But I'm actually deteriorating the more I drink. See, my problem is that my, the beer bloats me, so my stomach gets bigger. So what would be comfortable for me to golf, it gets uncomfortable pretty quick. You go from Tiger to John Daly. I get it. Yep, exactly. See, so what I should do is when I'm out in the range, I should just get pissed drunk and then start hitting the ball <laughs> is what I should be doing. That way I am prepared to actually golf. That'd be, that'd be one way to do it. Adapt and overcome, right? I, uh, I had a buddy once who said, you know what they say, uh, study high, test high, get high scores. <laughs> Hit drunk, play drunk, get a drunk score. You're just like, I golfed at 200. <laughs> Beat that, bitches. <laughs> at the scramble, the highest score was a 93. I don't know how that's even possible when you're playing best ball. I don't even know how you play a whole round of golf hitting 93 and 93. not just quit. Was it nine holes or 18? It was 18. I mean, it's a 71 par. We had 69. We we could have made the putt for birdie and got 68, but I was like, all right, guys, we make this putt. We're negative three. We get 68. If we miss this putt, though, and we make the next one, we have 69. So do with that information nice. as you will. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bold. Do you see in fantasy? So did you win this weekend in fantasy? Oh, God, no. My team just blew it. So, I want to give a huge shout-out to Miles Sanders for not being on the field and just royally fucking me because I lost by literally, like, less than a point. Did you not start Zeke? I don't have Zeke, David. Oh, that was last year. That was last year. Yeah, last year Zeke fucked me, too, because Tony Pollard proved he was the better back in the second half of the year. Yeah, but Don't get the last week Tony Pollard played like this week Tony Pollard played like shit and Zeke played like a man that was angry. Yeah, Zeke was getting a lot more carries this week. It's weird. They just kind of Because go he's like the number one back. They go they go hot and cold. It's like every other week one of them has a breakout game. It's it's why I do well, not as, like running backs in fantasy football. It, well, as Peyton Manning said, uh, McCarthy found out that he can run the ball. So he cannot manage a clock though. So that's, He cannot manage a clock to save his life. But he can run the ball now. But we'll get to that yeah. game at the end here. Yeah. Uh, we'll recap Clock management game. is the theme of this week, by the way. <laughs> yes. Because I can uh, think of two, three games where the clock management would have changed the outcome completely. Uh, with this week, I have destroyed Ben once again. And I'm back in the lead, 2-1, to one, with a 13 correct picks this week. That's the most we've had right all. All year, I think that just gives me the trophy right now, honestly. I would like my bottle of Pendleton mailed to me. Considering this is week three, champ, you're just going to have to sit back and like <laughs> relax a little bit, you know? So. Um, you did really well, too, though. You had 10 picks. I mean, that's three less than me, but, I mean, you know. 10 picks, six, six were just, you know, six um, wrong just wasn't enough on the parlay, so. Of all the games that we had different, the only game you got right was – the Packers and Niners game. I should have picked the Packers. That's on me. Uh, and then the other two games that we both agreed on that we didn't get was the Chiefs and Chargers and then the Saints and Pats game. 
understandable why we picked who we picked, but yeah, the well, the Chiefs game, I I took the Chiefs. I thought, yeah, we both picked the yeah. Chiefs. The Chargers won. Okay, yeah, I know. I which I told you is kind of a sleeper game, by the way. Oh yeah, I know. it's gonna be a great game. So it was a good game. I watched that one. I just thought that the Chargers were going to lose by, like, a field goal. Oh, by the way, what I was going to tell you, because I was pissing and moaning about this, like, a week or two ago on the pod, DirecTV now will sell you the Sunday ticket for $300 for the year, and you can just stream it by it. They don't make you bundle it with a satellite dish anymore. That's – wait, $300 just for the year? For the year, yeah. Okay, that's it. Me... It's not a bad deal when you think about it. I'm glad they finally, like, woke up and realized, hey, streaming's taking over TV, so – When's the Super Bowl? February, so that gives you basically October, November. Yeah, four months. So that's about seventy-five bucks a month. Not bad, like in the grand scheme. Not too bad. I mean, you can get YouTube TV right now, ten dollars cheaper, and then pay ten bucks for that NFL Red Zone. But you don't get to pick what game you want to watch. Yeah, but I I think the Red Zone's better than watching the games, honestly, because it's just nonstop Uh action. I don't know. I watched I watched a lot of Red Zone this weekend on Sunday. I, I have to say I like the Sunday ticket just strictly because if I want to pick a game to watch, I can watch it. Yeah, but I don't want to watch a game that's a three and out punt fest. Well, Red Zone yeah, makes it so I, I don't have to see that. I get it, but the problem is with Red Zone, you don't see your Falcons very often. I did. Uh, I did not this week, but last week when they were playing the Bucks because they were kicking ass for three quarters. <laughs> So, until I got whooped. Until the fourth quarter, Matt Ryan threw two pick sixes back back. But we, that didn't happen. Quarter four never happened. The game ended 25 to 28. But now, moving on. They to had your, them in the first half. Not going to lie. <laughs> uh, moving on to your Thursday night game of week three. It was Panthers and Texans. Panthers won 24 to 9. They covered. Um, Sam Darnold played really well, didn't get any touchdowns, but had 304 yards. He had two rushing touchdowns. And um, T. Tremble, Tommy Tremble, the rookie out of Notre Dame, the tight end, had his rushing touchdown too. Uh, for, for the record here, the Panthers and the Broncos are the like biggest myths of a good team. Like The fact that they're both 3-0 you know, is just beyond me because they're not great. No, they're not great teams, but they both have very good defenses and they have a good game managing offenses, which they're not going to go 17 and 0 obviously, but they'll make the playoffs. Uh, maybe Carolina if McCaffrey stays on the field. Yeah, and, obviously if McCaffrey stays on the, he went out in this game though, I believe. He he did go out in this game and then Denver is just it's it's a weird question mark, and I can't quite figure out the answer. And there hasn't been an update on McCaffrey, but as of Monday, he's not placed on the IR. It's just a hamstring injury. So just got to hope that that uh, gets better for him. But I think, I mean, Panthers can get second place in the South right now. They're in first. Um, oh, yeah. Bar- Broncos, be... they could easily they, they make a wild card. I don't think they're going to win that division. Yeah, that, I think uh, them and the Raiders can both get wild card spots. Well, the Chargers are going to get a wild card spot out of those three under the Chiefs. Yeah, but there's three. There's three. Uh, three wild card teams. So, yeah this this is our way too early overreaction. By the way, yes, correct. Still, still a lot also, of ball to play. The rookie Davis Mills didn't play that bad. 168 yards, touchdown, yeah. took four sacks. I mean, he did all right for what they needed him to do. The thing that didn't work out for them was the run game with Ingram only getting 21 yards and David Johnson only getting 11 yards for a total of 42 yards. You can't give the rookie quarterback that much rushing. You need to be dominant in the run game, and they just weren't because that Carolina D-line is very underrated. Well, that offense for the Texans, watching that game, it was just like, the hell are they doing? Because it was just super questionable. Like, not and The Panthers didn't look great by any means. But the Texans couldn't get anything going. It was almost as bad as the Eagles game on Monday. Yeah, I mean, when you have both teams' best players, I guess Tyrod Taylor, I guess, would be the best player for the Texans right now. <laughs> and McCaffrey's oh, the best player of the Panthers. So, I mean, oh, when both unless, of them don't play. Oh, I mean, unless Deshaun just all of a sudden gets all these charges dropped and uh, doesn't want to be traded. 
<laughs> well, see, it can be one or the other, but it can't be both, Ben. <laughs> uh, receiving, you had two really good receiving uh, games there, though. David Moore, he got 126 yards, or DJ Moore, sorry. He got 126 yards off of eight catches, and yep. Brandon Cooks got 112 yards off of nine catches. And then you have um, Anthony Miller, who also got a touchdown for them, the uh, pick out of Memphis back in 2018. Brandon Cooks is balling out, and he must just be thinking, like, man. I, can, I could go to the get, Patriots. He's like, can I get the Randall Cobb treatment and just get traded? <laughs> Here's the thing, though, right? He's third in receptions, and he's third in yards receiving. Yeah, that's – And he's playing for probably one of, if not the worst team in the NFL. Well, Jacksonville's making a really good case for why Houston's not the worst team right now. <laughs> but imagine and... if Jacksonville had Brandon Cooks. Well, Brandon Cooks, I don't understand, like, throughout his career, right? He's jumped teams. He's almost become, like, a journeyman receiver. And I don't understand why, because I never hear about him being in trouble. And he always puts up good numbers, because the Patriots had him for a year, the Rams, the Saints – well, yeah, the, Rams, the Saints had him for three years, and of two of those yeah. years, he had 1,100 yards receiving. He then gets traded to the Patriots, has another 1,000-yard receiving, goes to the Rams, to the Rams, has 1,200 yards, goes to the second season with the Rams, not as good, had 583 yards. But then his first year with the Texans, when he had Desha- Deshaun, he had 1,100 yards again. Like, it doesn't make any receiver. sense. And yes. he gets triple-digit targets. He has a thousand yards. If he has less than triple digit targets, he doesn't get it. That's what I'm seeing here. It's just bizarre to me. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense. So like he's I, honestly probably a top ten receiver in the last ten years. In the last seven years of his career, he's been a top ten receiver. Yes, hundred and ten percent he's been a top ten receiver, but teams just keep jumping jumping ship on him. Maybe yeah, Houston's a place where careers go to die at this point. And he hasn't played longer than three years for a team. Like, that's crazy to me. Why you wouldn't make this guy a franchise receiver? Can you now, imagine? I mean, he's a little old now to be a franchise receiver, but if the Saints he's only 28. With Michael Thomas, they could have had a really good team. I, I, I just don't know what the problem is. Well, so. they traded him away for – I don't remember who they traded, what they got for him. Probably for, like, a gift card to Arby's or something, you know? Uh, let me see here. I can find this really quick. The Saints traded their lightning fast receiver to the Patriots, receiving a first and third round draft pick. Use those to get. Oh, they got okay. To be fair, they got Ryan Ramsiak, the right tackle, who's a really good right tackle. Sure. And then Trey Hendrickson, who I don't know who the hell that guy is, but some guy is probably out of the league at this point. Yeah, but Cooks. I. I mean, <laughs> the Saints did need offensive line help with. Breeze being in there being so old, but I think honestly, I don't know. Yeah, that's my side take. I, I'm just baffled by it. But yep, yeah, uh, Panthers they cover, so you should put your money on them. If you didn't, that's uh, dumb of you. Up next, we got the Bills and football team. Bills also covered, winning 43 to 21, <laughs> just obliterating Tyler Heineke, who had 212 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Uh, Josh Allen's out here just having Damn, fun. David. Have some respect on the guy. His name is Taylor Heineke. Ta- okay, well, <laughs> throw less interceptions. Uh, He's supposed Josh- to be the next all-pro quarterback, man. <laughs> He's the next Kirk Cousins. Uh, you had Josh Allen out here balling 358 yards, four touchdowns. Mitchell Trubisky went out there. He threw a pass. He got a yard. He had a QBR of 100. Don't sleep on Mitchell Trubisky. He had a better um, game than Justin Fields. Look at that. He did. He did. <laughs> uh, Old Taylor. Chicago versus New Chicago. Where are we at? I keep saying Taylor. <laughs> yeah, it's Taylor. Okay, yeah, Taylor. It's Taylor Heineke, yeah. I keep. I want to say Tyler. Taylor Heineke had a rushing touchdown as well, and the rest of the running game just wasn't existent. That Buffalo front four was just dominant. Uh, Zach Moss did pretty good. 13 carries for 60 yards. Singletary, not that great of a game for him. Allen also had a rushing touchdown to make it a total of five touchdowns on the day. Uh, and you had Cole Beasley out there getting 98 yards. I don't know what the hell he's doing. In hindsight here, I think that loss against Pittsburgh in week one was probably the best thing to happen to the Bills. It's kind of a wake-up call of, like, you know, we're pretty good, but we can be beat. So now they're just playing their asses off. And now they're just dominating teams. Sanders <laughs> had two touchdowns, five catches for 94 yards. Uh, 
D Knox, Dawson Knox had a touchdown, 49 yards. Zach Moss had a receiving touchdown as well. That running back for Washington, uh, Gibson, not so good on running, but receiving had a 73 yard touchdown. Nice. Okay. <laughs> he got, uh, over here, Logan Thomas with a touchdown, but Scary Terry not so well. Did not help out my DraftKings lineup. I can did that. not help out Riverboat Ron's casino either. <laughs> he he was not playing up to par where I expected um, him to be. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I had Washington's defense and they scored me negative eight points, which never happens. It's almost like Terry McLaurin not getting you twenty plus points. It just never happens. I'm honestly debating on dropping this freaking football team's defense. What I don't get is I had Steph pick up the Bears' defense. Why didn't nobody have the Bears' defense? I'm thinking about getting the Panthers or the Broncos' defense at this point because this is bullshit. It's week three. The football team isn't playing like the football team. They're playing like a goddamn soccer team, and this isn't working. You know, David, since like in our fantasy league, so you have your team, but you also have a shell team. It's kind of like having a corporation with a shell corporation. So you I can pick up the best of both worlds one. here. I'm not cheating. <laughs> I will not cheat in this league. I only give recommendations. I do not tell her who to get. Collusion. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Bills destroy the football team. And uh, moving on to the Browns and Bears. Uh, Browns cover 26-6. to six. Yeah, yeah. Mayfield, uh, 246 yards of touchdown. Greenmont had 81 yards and a touchdown. Nick Chubb had 84 yards. Um, the Bears' offense had uh, – oh, my gosh. It was bad. Like 114 yards if you don't count the sack negative yards. If you count the sack negative yards, they had a total of 47 yards on offense. Dude. Justin Fields got sacked nine times. Yeah, nine freaking times. What do you have, negative one passing yard? He had one total passing yard. So, by, by the way, for the record here, I think this Matt Nagy, Justin Fields situation is like Mike Shanahan, the RG3, where maybe Justin Fields is being pushed down Nagy's throat because he did not game plan around him at all. No, it was an awful game plan. Uh, he did not let him use his – he used, made him literally use his worst qualities to go out there and play quarterback, and it was just terrible. Uh there's literally no offensive stats to talk about when it comes to the Bears. Yeah. Literally, it, even the Browns, I don't even give a shit. Odell had 77 yards, had 74 yards receiving. He had Hooper with a touchdown. I don't even care. It's all about the deep Browns defense here. Miles Garrett had four and a half sacks. Clowney had well, two. And the other thing here is with uh, the Bears, and like Matt and Aggie's house is going to get bombed by the city of Chicago. <laughs> the loyal Bears fans because he's talking about starting either A, Andy Dalton, B, Justin Fields, or C, Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles. I can't believe Big Dick he Nick doesn't didn't get know. an appearance with the Bears. Like, it, why it do is... you let your rookie quarterback get sacked nine times? After the fifth time, be like, all right, we maybe should put out Big Dick Nick. He can get quick passes out of there. He won't get hit as much. No, no, no. Leave the rookie and just have him <laughs> trembling in his shoes. I... Did you see the camera when it went on him when he was on the bench? He just looked up like, uh-uh. fuck. He literally – he sits on the bench – Shrugs, looks straight, up, just like ugh, swallows a deep swallow, and just you can imagine his head, just like fuck this, man, dude. He, I don't think Nick Foles wants to play football. <laughs> <laughs> he won it. He subbed in for a Wentz that one year in the postseason, won a Super Bowl. And I think that's that's about the highlight. He just wants to, he just wants to ride out. He just wants to ride he, off. He just wants to ride it out as a journeyman backup at this point. I think. <laughs> um, also, I, I missed this. The former Atlanta Falcon, Takaris McKinley, had half a sack also. So, would have been cool if he was on, on uh, the Falcons. But, you know, the Falcons don't need him. Their defense is yeah. great. Yeah, so good that they haven't made a playoff appearance in a couple of years. <laughs> um, you know it's bad when your kick returner has more yards than your entire offense for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Herbert had 95 yards and receipt and return yards. <laughs> yeah, that's that Bears team was just sh- like shockingly embarrassing. It was bad. Uh, Cleveland's kicker did really good. He went four for four long at 57. He made both extra points. Got you 14 points. If you had the Browns kicker, good on you for fantasy. I did not. You should have had Justin Tucker like like I did. How many points did he score off that 66-yard uh, field goal? The field goal itself, I don't know. Altogether, I think he had like 16 fantasy points for my team. 
Oh, that's uh, that's not. He even missed a field goal too. That's nuts. Uh, speaking of that, we'll move on now to the Ravens and uh, Lions. Ravens did not cover this game. They were favored by eight and a half points. They win by a, a NFL record long sixty-six yard field goal inside yep. a dome with no wind. By the way, joints off the bottom of the upright and falls in. Dude, by the way, this game had me at shambles because I'm sitting there watching because they're showing it on Red Zone, which I watched on uh, Sunday morning. And I'm like, there's no way the Lions actually beat Baltimore. Like, I get that they were probably ran down from that Chiefs game last week, but they damn near lost to Detroit. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, Detroit has been playing very well. Yeah, DeAndre Swift out there, he got a rushing touchdown. Jamal Williams also got a rushing touchdown. Goff played good, no no interceptions. He had 217 it, yards. They even let DeAndre Swift throw a pass. I mean, he didn't complete it, but he threw a pass. Yeah, well, Jared Goff, like, by the way, I, th- I think that he's kind of underrated. Like, everybody just likes to discount him. Well, no, he's still shit, but. Oh, I'm not saying he's complete shit, though. Like, I mean, like, this guy. He's bottom he, half. He, he, he's bottom half, but he's at the upper echelon of that. Maybe, I mean, like, he's 20th. Like, yeah, I'll give you, like, 20th, sure. He's like an average quarterback. He's like between the 15 to 20 range. Well, yeah, I don't think he's like a second string. He's definitely a starting quarterback. <laughs> Every, but people are I think I'd rather, have, I'd rather have Goff than Darnold. I'll give you that. People are shitting on Jared Goff like he's the second Ryan Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he, he did have an MVP year. Like, he did do really well. Um, Call there. He did have it. Yes, like, yes, okay. He, had a, he did have an MVP year with McVay, so... A lot of that goes to McVay, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Lamar did not play too well. I mean, he had 287 yards, a touchdown, and an interception, but he almost missed half of his throws. Uh, he did have 58 yards rushing, though, had a 31-yard long. Uh, other than that, the Tyson Williams saga is not doing too well anymore. He only had 22 yards, so that's a little disappointing. Mark Andrews, the tight end, was the leading receiver for the Ravens with 109 yards. Sammy Watkins, one yard short of 69 with 68 yards. And then over for the Lions, you had, uh, what's it, Khalif Raymond, who uh, he got 68 yards. DeAndre Swift had 60 yards receiving also. And you, of course, have the man with the largest penis out there on the field, Justin Tucker, with a 66-yard <laughs> on-field goal to win the game. Uh, fuck. Did I, uh, did I send you that meme? Which one? Let me find it here quick. I put it in that group chat with you and Nick. Um, but yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Live look in on Justin Tucker. It's Randy from uh, South Park. He does balls oh, it's his ball. Oh, it's his ball. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, but yeah, so Ravens, they squeak out that last, last one. I mean, great for them getting that record long field goal, but it should have never came down to that. No. It, it was impressive because Tucker's just the man. But and, and again, the Lions look impressive in defeat and their third defeat. And like I said, they're gonna go zero and seventeen. But I mean, they, they won't. At go least they're gonna be 17. at least all seventeen games will be close. You put this team up against Jacksonville and Urban Meyer, and it's a way different deal here because Urban Meyer seems to like wish he was playing at Ohio State or USC at this point. They're not playing for coaching. Well, fun fact, they do not play the Jaguars. Their only winnable game this for the rest of the year is maybe the Bengals or the uh, Falcons. They play the Falcons. Okay. Week if I if I weeks, right? Anything. There's 18 weeks. So this would be week 16. They play the Falcons. They'll be oh <laughs> if I learn anything this weekend, it's that you can discount any New York team out right now because the Giants couldn't beat the Falcons. That's Jacksonville oh, they might also have... play the Eagles. They also play the Eagles, so there's a chance the Lions could win two games yeah. this year. Yeah, that's that's fair. I, they could compete in those games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now moving on, we got Colts and Titans. Titans had a five-point that they had to cover. They won by nine, 25 to 16. Uh, Carson Wentz did not look too good out there, but, I mean, the man has two sprained ankles. 
And he's trying to be Superman. Like on McAfee's show last week, they described <laughs> Carson Wentz to a T. Yeah, they said this awesome, guy yeah. gives no fucks. He's going out for all. Like <laughs> diving head first. He's playing on two sprained ankles. He doesn't give a shit. He's going out to play. It's the most entertaining thing to see out there. You don't know if it's going to be a yeah. touchdown, if it's going to be an incompletion, <laughs> if his career is ending on that play. You have no idea. But all you know is that you're going to be entertained no matter what, because that guy <laughs> is a dog. Direct quote. <laughs> Direct quote. Uh, Tannehill did not play too well, though. 197 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He said that he knows he needs to clean up those interceptions. But it doesn't matter. We got Derrick Henry with 113 yards rushing for you. Um, the Colts had 64 yards with Jonathan Taylor rushing. Receiving Pittman Jr. again as their lead receiver uh, with 68 yards. And then he had Hyatt with 54. For the Titans, he had uh, – D.D. Westbrook, who had a – or not D.D. Westbrook. Who the hell is this? Uh, Nick Westbrook. Westbrook mm. in Kenny. Okay. Second season. My bad. I should know this, man. That's on me. Man played out of Indiana, undrafted. That's on me. I should have done my research. Uh, <laughs> then you have uh, McNichols, Jeremy McNichols with a touchdown. And you got Chester Rogers also with a touchdown. They have so many – unknown people on this Titans team and they still have <laughs> Julio Jones and AJ Brown who just they just take the whole defense on them basically. Here's the like thing with the Titans. Like they're getting better every week. They're playing like the team they should, but they're not fully there yet. Yeah, no. I mean I think they'll take Jones till halfway through the season until he gets comfortable. He's like fully adapted, yeah. Because they're going to be a good team the later we get into the season, I think, but they're just not fully there. I feel like they're still only like 60, maybe 70% there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Titans cover. Colts are 0-3, which is not what I was expecting out of them, but I mean... They've had three tough games. I mean, they've like... had, They played the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans. The three Oops. top teams. They got a little bit easier coming up here. They got Dolphins, but then they have the Ravens, but then after that they got the Texans. That's yeah, yeah. And then um they do play the Jets and Jaguars, Patriots, Jaguars again. So I mean they have at least seven wins coming their way, and they just have to pick up some of these tough games. Yeah, it's so don't there's no need to panic yet, but they need to clean oh. this up. Well, the thing that sucks about the Colts is, like, this team, so yeah, like, they're going to get some wins here. But when they get to the playoffs, they're probably going to be a first-round exit again. And they have this really well, I mean, strong you defense. Have, you got Hilton, who – you got T.Y., who was out, right? He, you need a top receiver. That's the problem. But well, well, T.Y., yeah, he's older. I mean, he, he'd he be a way better number two if Pittman could step it up even further. I mean – yeah, it's really just Pitt, Pittman and Hilton. I mean, that's it. I mean, the Colts can make a move for Cooks. There we go. Solving we problems. It out. We figured it he, out. Execs need to be tuned in. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, up next here, we got the Chargers at the Chiefs. The Chargers with the upset win 30-24. to They were up 14-3 to at the half. Chiefs come back up in the third quarter. They're leading by three, and then the Chargers score 16 points. They get a game-winning touchdown with Mike Williams, who they single Dude. coverage in the red zone. This man's a, he's a beast. You got to double cover him. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know so, what you're expecting in the red zone. He's not going to go to Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is for midfield and every other reception. Red zone, Mike Williams, hundred percent. So, did you watch any of this game? I was listening to it on the radio. Okay, so at the very end of that game, so the Chargers pulled out the victory, right? Which is great for them. But their clock management was just horrendous. Like, they basically did what San Francisco did where they gave Mahomes 30-some seconds, some odd seconds. Yeah, it was like 30 seconds. And that could have totally went the other way. It could have went south and cost them the game. Like, they should have ran the ball a lot more on that last drive when they scored just to kill the clock out. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, yeah, I think, yeah, get your points, but we can get your points, too. Mm-hmm. It's a double-edged sword, but yeah, they definitely I, should not leave. You don't want to leave time on the clock for Mahomes. Yeah, I was just normally he my head because I because we had the Chiefs and I was like, man, Mahomes is probably going to. It's not like a given, but 
but there's a pretty good certainty of it, and it didn't happen this time. But, like, in future games, that could cost them a pretty crucial game. Yeah. Herbert, he out-dueled Mahomes in this game, too. He had 281 yeah. yards, four touchdowns. Mahomes, he had 260 yards, three touchdowns, but he had two interceptions. It, um, it was a weird game for Mahomes. But... Yeah. I mean, he did have 45 yards rushing, though, also. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 100 yards, but he also had a fumble that did lead to the Chargers to score to win. So, I mean, he – you could put a little bit on him. He's on my fantasy, so I kind of, you know, he's my guy, so I got to put a little bit on him. Uh, Mike Williams, who had two touchdowns receiving. Eckler had a receiving touchdown. Keenan Allen had a receiving touchdown. Anyone that you would think would have a touchdown for the Chargers had a touchdown. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, lead receiver, again, for the Chiefs, had 104 yards. Ty- Tyreek Hill, doing a little bit better. He had 56 yards after five catches, but he's still not producing really at all this year. They've been covering him really well in the games they've played. Yeah, a lot of teams have been scheming really well. I mean, if you're going to give up anything, I guess at least give up Kelsey. I'd rather give up Kelsey than uh, Hill. Tyreek. Hill's so fast. He's going to score a touchdown if you give him up. If uh, Kelsey, he may not get tackled because, you know, people forget how to tackle, but you got less of a chance to be a touchdown every single time, where Tyreek Hill could be a touchdown every single play. Yeah. The defense has had trouble scheming that team. You see Josh Gordon's going to sign with them? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And, yeah. and the other thing is Andy Reid went to the hospital after the game, but he was released, like, the next day. Did he have the vid? I, I don't know what the deal was. I haven't really heard anything on it. I just heard, like, the medical personnel looked at him, af- like, after the game, and they took him to uh, the university hospital there in Kansas City. Night, and then all was fine. So I, I don't really know what the deal was. I was like, man, like, is this a pretty serious deal? Because he's, he's an older guy and he's he's a big dude. So I, I didn't know if it was something serious, like a heart issue, or if it was just something minor. Um, From what I'm seeing right here, he was treated for dehydration. Oh, that's minor. Been eating too goddamn many cheeseburgers and Diet Coke. Need some goddamn water. <laughs> But yeah, it, Gordon, he's still on the practice squad, though, right? Dude, I don't know that. That's a weird signing to me because I looked it up. In terms of like fantasy football production, he hasn't been a top receiver since 2013. I mean, maybe well, he can he's fit... played two games since 2013. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I don't but know. I'm just <laughs> dude. In 2013, Tim Tebow was so really relevant, <laughs> like in. In the game, like, not an off-season deal. So, like, I don't know if uh, he's going to fit in as, like, a slot receiver if he plays at all or how it's going to well, sort itself out. Well, what I did in Madden NFL 2020 is I signed yeah, Gordon yeah. and moved him to tight end. And that's the proper place for him because he can't block for shit. Dude, the linebacker it, can't cover him for shit. Straight up, if this guy gets, like, hit again, gets suspended by the NFL, but it's, like, He's not banned. I I don't know what the hell is going to happen here because that's just bizarre to me. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't get it either. Actually, kind of funny. I the Madden team that I had Gordon on for tight end was the Chiefs, so we'll see how that plays out. But now uh, moving on to the Saints and Patriots and uh, weird game. Saints they covered. Uh, they were favored by three points. They won twenty eight to thirteen, beating down on Mac Jones who threw the ball fifty one times. 270 yards, one touchdown, and three picks. Not not too good for old Mac Daddy. Dude, it, also it's also the lead so weird. for them, too, with 28 yards. The Saints, like, I don't understand the team because there's inconsistency here, and a lot of that goes back to Jameis Winston because he's an inconsistent quarterback. Because, like, one week they're really hot. Like, this week they played so well. And then there's, like, week two last week where they just couldn't get anything together, it seemed like. So I – I don't know. It, it, it's a weird team. They're like a middle-of-the-road team that can upset teams. It's it's just odd. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he's thrown over – he hasn't gotten – he hasn't broken 200 yards uh, throwing yet. No. But he hasn't had each to. Game, Sean each game that he's – right. yeah. I mean, each game that he wins, they have very good field position due to turnovers. So. And you know what they're doing that's, like, going to kill teams, especially the high-powered offenses? They're choking the, the time of possession out. Yeah. yeah. Which is a big deal. I mean, like, because if they played a team like, let's say, Kansas City or Green Bay, where they have a really good offense, or Tampa even for that 
matter of fact, they can just choke out the time of possession. And that's what they've been doing, and it's working for them. I, it's just kind of odd. I didn't think that they'd be really that competitive, to be honest yeah, with you. And what's crazy, too, uh, their kicker missed both field goals, and they still win 28-13. to 13. This could have been 34-13 to 13 beatdown instead yeah. of 15. Well, New England's got some weird question marks, too, because, like, I don't think their defense full is fully at potential yet because you got players that have come back after taking a season off due to the, due to the uh, COVID opt out, and then you got new players, Judon too. Then offensively, Mac Jones, rookie. I'm not too concerned about a rookie quarterback. It's like Trevor Lawrence too because it's like I, I wouldn't overreact too much on that. And well, then also, got the some new offensive pieces too. The disappointment of Hunter Henry, who isn't really producing for them at all. And yeah, three games, and he has 109 Smith, yards. Him and Johnny Smith haven't been great. I, the thing is, it's not like they signed two Travis Kelsey's here. I mean, like, they're good good tight ends, don't get me wrong. Hunter Henry was a top three tight end, I'd yeah. say. Not top three, not inside. Top three is two. Top five. Top, top five, top five, yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's still pieces coming together there. Because I, I think they can make a good push for the wild card. I don't see them beating the Bills out. But it, it's just kind of a weird, weird time to be a Patriots fan. Yeah, I mean, right now you got to worry about the Dolphins even. But uh, Jacoby no, no, Myers he had ninety-four Tua, yards. Tua's uh, on the IR. Osborne had ninety-six <laughs> yards for the touchdown. Uh, for the Saints, you had Alvin Kamara with a receiving touchdown, and you had Marquez Callaway with a touchdown. The uh, undrafted Tennessee receiver. Yeah, uh, yeah, two was on the IR, David. So it's just the Bills and Patriots at this point. Okay, you know what? You still got the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, they uh, could turn this thing around. Call me when uh, they're playing well. Like, let me know. I'll tune on. I'll tune into the game. But now, it, you know what? It's time to move on to the game of the week. We got the Falcons and the Giants. This is just the With toilet bowl. With a game-winning field goal. A 40-yard kick by Young Huo Ku. The best kicker in football, without a doubt. Not a chance in hell. Justin Tucker all day. Boots a 40-yarder to seal the deal and win by three. The Falcons get one in the win column. Matt Ryan, amazing. 243 yards, two touchdowns, takes three sacks, but that's all right. You had Mike Davis out there running like how he ran back in his days of playing for the um, Carolina Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Yep. He's showing off that NFC South strong. You had Cordell Patterson, who was lead receiver with 82 yards, and he had 20 yards rushing as well. Ridley played all right, not great enough for my fantasy team, but he had 61 yards, eight catches. That's 14 points. I'll take it. And surprisingly, you had uh, Lee Smith, the uh, former Bills tight end, who uh, got a touchdown for you. You have (laughs) Alamed Zacchaeus, the undrafted uh, receiver out of UVA with the other touchdown. Dude, by the way, like in this game, it was the true toilet bowl because the Giants can't figure anything out. Uh, How how do you lose to the Atlanta Falcons? Well, the Bucks almost (laughs) showed you how. With the dominant performance of Matthew Ryan. Dude, no, the Bucks won by 23. We're going to just drop that topic right now. You only watched the fourth quarter. You don't watch three quarters of great football. And they showed it this week. By winning the game. They carried that the mo- momentum. Do you know what the most important quarter in the four quarters is? <laughs> the second. It's obvious. <laughs> more. I, the Giants, like Daniel Jones is just this big question mark of like, who do you replace him with? Because hey, he didn't throw an interception. He didn't throw an interception. He had 266 I, yards. Just can't find the end zone. I know, but this guy could like, he's going to be replaced after this year. I'm telling you right now. He is the next Eli. You just wait. Saquon Barkley had a touchdown and 51 Dude, yards rushing. He also had 43 yards receiving and six catches. The next Eli. Eli Manning wouldn't even be a relevant conversation if three things wouldn't happen. Two of them being two Super Bowl wins and crazy wild card jumps. And then the other thing being Peyton Manning's little brother. He wouldn't be like this glorified Giants quarterback. 
I mean, he, he did, did it. Be, like I, I I'm giving be, credit. I'm giving all the credit. He he won those Super Bowls, but like he is a he, Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer because of that. It wasn't because of his regular season play. Oh no! I mean, they were wild card teams. They were never dominant. Yes. You're not as a New York Giants fan. You're not looking for that fourteen and three team. You're looking for that ten and seven team to get you just that little bit of hope and just have as, everything right go for you. As the a key Giants is to fan, to not have any home playoff games, man. You do not want to be home in the playoffs. As a Giants fan, you're probably an asshole who likes the Yankees and the Yankees stack their team, so that's your pride and joy. So, like, the Giants are just an afterthought. But, yeah, Eli Manning, he, he won two Super Bowls, and that's great. But, like, that's his claim to fame. I, his regular um, season play was not that great. Daniel Jones is falling yeah. the same boat. Yeah. Um, our UND alum, Kenny Galladay, at 64 yards. He still has not found the end zone this year. Probably why he's so pissed off at Daniel Jones all the time. Um, and I don't blame him. I'd be pissed off, too. Kyle Pitts had 35 yards receiving, too. It's nothing too great for the rookie, but he only had three targets. Before we move on, just want to state this for the record. Daniel Jones is a top-five fantasy quarterback right now. I still don't understand it. Because of his rushing. It's it's fucking ridiculous. It's because he's running the ball well, and he's not throwing interceptions. Once that ends... He's if, not going to be a top ten. So, if so, if anybody listening has Daniel Jones on their fantasy team, they should just trade him for as much as they can get. If any of you guys not... have Daniel Jones on your fantasy team, screw you. This <laughs> this will not keep up. As a matter of fact, I think Ed has him on his fantasy. <laughs> he should he should trade him now. <laughs> he definitely should. Um, the price is sky high. <laughs> Moving on to the Bengals and Steelers. I had this game picked correctly. The Steelers were four-and-a-half-point favorites. Bengals dominated them. They made Big Ben look like a goddamn statue out there with four sacks. He had two picks. Threw the ball 58 times, 318 yards, one touchdown. Najee Harris only had 40 yards rushing. He had Joe Burrow out there just having fun. He only had 172 yards, but he had three touchdowns and a pick. Joe Mixon had 90 yards rushing. So the two things on this, so like Roethlisberger's not playing like he always has, which who would have figured, right? Like I could have mm-hmm. guessed that. Now too, like he's hurt. That, yeah, that's true. You sign this big deal and then immediately get hurt. Yeah, kind of like kind of karma. He's the defensive anchor. So I, I don't know Roethlisberger. They're they're trying to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think are trying to figure out how to like overcome this, but. They're going to just have to let Roethlisberger play it out at the end of his career here. Basically, I mean, they their backup isn't too good, so they wasted that pick. And Mason uh, Rudolph or Duck Hodges, which one you've taken here? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jamar Chase, he had 65 yards and two touchdowns. Basically, rookie of the year out of LSU. He's tied for second in touchdowns this year when it comes to receivers. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, who also had a touchdown in 36 <laughs> yards. That's pretty good for Jamar Chase, considering he couldn't catch a ball at training camp. Exactly. The balls are too big. Um, Najee Harris was the lead receiver for the Steelers with 14 catches, 102 yards on uh, Steph's bench. Sorry about that. By the way, Pittsburgh is missing their top three receivers due to injury. They have Chase Claypool. He was hurt. He got hurt in the game. Well, I mean, he had 96 yards and nine catches, so yeah, I I think that's good enough. It was good enough for this game, but it's just kind of a weird deal. Mm-hmm. They have DJ Watt in their team? What's or that? Derek Watt? They have Derek Watt? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, a fullback, yeah. I don't know. Why didn't, why didn't JJ go there? Uh, that's still, like, kind of pondering in my mind. It was uh, Juju is uh, Juju's ribs. He did not practice, but he's only questionable. So, maybe the Steelers yeah. will be saved. But... Yep, Bengals, they uh, they bully the Steelers. Now, uh, moving on to the Cardinals and Jaguars. A lot closer than we would think it would be, but Cardinals went by 12 points, 31 to 19. They cover. Uh, Kyler Murray, no touchdowns and an interception. 316 yards. We did have a rushing touchdown to make up for that. James Carner, the workhorse out of Arizona, had two rushing touchdowns and 43 yards. And then Trevor Lawrence, another two interceptions. He had a touchdown. He's thrown seven interceptions. He's tied for 32nd in the league. 
So this guy's going to a rookie season where it's debatable. It's like, is he going to follow the Peyton Manning route or the Josh Rosen route? And I'm leaning towards Manning, but I just don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to give this kid the benefit of the doubt because he's making, like, he's showing promise. Yeah. I, but he also uh, plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. With a new coach, and then he's the brand-new quarterback. It's a lot of adjusting. It's a lot of adjusting. And uh, for receiving, you had uh, Marvin Jones Jr. with 62 yards. You had DJ Shark Jr. with 49 yards and a touchdown. Um, for the Cardinals, you had a renaissance game for A.J. Green. He had five catches, 112 yards. Christian Kirk, seven catches, 104 yards. I'm pretty sure I just released him, too, so that's awesome. I released him for Rondell Moore, who I did not start, but – you know, 17.4 points would have been really nice last week. It's bullshit. Trevor Lawrence also fumbled the ball twice. Um, so, there's that. The Jaguars, honestly, I mean, they were up 13-7 to seven at half. A lot better than we thought the Jaguars were going to do, but they just uh, did not continue what they were trying to do going out of half. I don't know what else really to say about it. Honestly, the Jaguars just need to be better. But uh, moving on to the Jets and Broncos. Broncos had a 10.5 point favorite to cover. And they went 26 to 0. <laughs> you had Zach Wilson, two interceptions and 160 yards. He got sacked five times back there. <laughs> I have to just say it for the record here. Thank you for dropping Christian Kirk because I just picked him up. <laughs> You're welcome, bitch. Uh, I picked up Melvin Gordon, so don't worry. Uh, Melvin Gordon has 60 yards and a touchdown. You then have Javante Williams, who had a rushing touchdown as well. Teddy Bridgewater manages the game, 19 for 25, 235 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, You had Tim Patrick out here with 98 yards. Nothing, literally nothing when it comes to the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are just the typical Jets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Broncos defense dominates again. They're uh looking pretty good. Three and I mean the teams they've beaten have not been good with the Giants, Jaguars, and Jets. Yeah. They've beaten uh of all the teams, none of them have won a game, so they've beaten 0 and nine teams total, so yeah, I'm going to just throw it out there. They're the biggest pretender at the 3-0 teams left. I don't think they're too – because they are dominating these teams. They should be, but they, they still are. Uh, just defensively, that's their biggest strength. Melvin Gordon's a good running back, but I, I just don't see them good sticking. He's literally Peyton Manning at the end of his career, but he can at, run. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. They might slip in a wild card at some point. Yeah, probably. Up next, you got the uh, you got the Dolphins at the Raiders, and uh, Raiders win this one in overtime. Each team made a field goal, and Raiders got the ball again and made another field goal. Uh, Jacoby Brissett he played okay, two hundred fifteen yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Derek Carr had three hundred eighty six yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, rushing Brissett had a touchdown, and so did Malcolm Brown. Um, Peyton Barber, he had a rushing touchdown at 111 yards. He did really well. Um, what else here? We got Hunter Renfro, underrated receiver with a touchdown and 77 yards. Jacecki, the tight end for the Dolphins, had 86 yards, and Waddle, the rookie, had 58 yards. You also had, uh, I believe it's Brandon Edwards, Brian Edwards with 89 yards, and Henry Ruggs with 78 yards receiving. How do you think uh, this team's going to do with Tua out on the IR? Well, I mean, they almost beat the 3 0 Raiders, who could be a Super Bowl team. Uh, don't say that. You just jinx them. I'm just saying they could be. I didn't say they would be. Derek Carr's been playing out of his ass. He's been playing really good, but it's not going to sustain. Unless Josh Jacobs gets healthy instantly. I mean, Derek Carr is first in yards. He's 10th in touchdowns, though. 14th for interceptions. 10th for QBR. He's definitely playing really well. Yeah, he's definitely a top three quarterback right now. Right now, yeah. 
and let's just see if he can uh, keep that up. Yeah. But yeah, Raiders, they uh, not looking, didn't look too good, but they, uh, they sneak out an OT win, and that's what matters. They beat the Dolphins, all that matters. <laughs> all that matters. Up next, he had Bucks and Rams. It was even money. You had Bucks, I had Rams, and Rams punished the Bucks 34 to 24. You had Matt Stafford out here balling 343 yards, four touchdowns. Sony Michelle with 67 yards. And then out here for the Bucks, they apparently forgot to run the ball, even though they announced Leonard Fournette as the starter. And um, Tom Brady was a lead rusher with 14 yards for them. He also had 432 yards passing and a touchdown, but he threw the ball 55 times. And yeah. uh, <laughs> not not a good uh, not a good idea. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson out here with three catches, 120 yards, and a touchdown off a 75 yard long. Cooper Cup with 96 yards, two touchdowns, and then Tyler Higby with a touchdown as well. For the Bucks, he had Mike Evans 106 yards, you had Godwin with 74 yards, Tyler Johnson, the Minnesota alumni, 63 yards, and Giovanni Bernard with 51 yards and nine catches out of the backfield. Yeah, I think the Rams proved with this win that they're probably the best team in the league right now. They showed that they are for real, and Matt Stafford is probably going to win an MVP with them. Yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> you got that big L.A. market. I mean, even if he's not the best, if he leads the Rams to the top seed, he'd probably yeah, win MVP. That's a big deal. <laughs> you get that one number one seed, you're basically one MVP. Yep. Yeah, Rams showed that they are real, and the Bucks are just pretenders. Uh, they're not pretenders. The Rams are just really good. And now our next game, do you remember when I told you that the Vikings were not going to lose three in a row and that the Vikings were going to get that monkey off their shoulder and beat the Seahawks 30-17 to 17 when they were one-and-a-half-point underdogs? Do you remember that? Yeah, but they're, like, very good teams here. Oh, I mean, sort of, except for one has a good defense and the other one doesn't, but, yeah. Just saying, they're very comparable teams. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the offense for the Seahawks, I think, is better than the Vikings' offense purely because of the quarterback play. But Kirk's playing pretty well. Yeah, he's all he's the Kirk haters. He's doing they, good. They had to shut up. Three hundred twenty-three yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. His biggest savior is Dalvin Cook. He's tied for <laughs> first when it comes to interceptions with zero. Dalvin Cook didn't even play. He had Alexander Madison with one hundred twelve yards. Uh, Chris Carson for the Seahawks, he had a touchdown in 80 yards. Russell Wilson at, Wilson at 298 yards and a touchdown passing. That touchdown went to none other than D.K. Metcalf, who finally uh, had a good game. Six catches, 170 yards. 170 yards, sorry. But Justin Jefferson to shut him up with nine catches, 118 yards and a touchdown. And then you also had Tyler Conklin with a touchdown and 70 yards off of seven catches. Adam Thielen? Quiet game, but he had six catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. And uh, Tyler Coughlin, obviously the 2018 fifth round pick out of Central Mich- or fifth round pick out of Central Michigan. If you didn't know who he was, there we go. Learning things today. He has 126 yards this season. Last year he had 194. This guy's going places. To be fair, yeah, Irv Smith Jr. is injured, and he's a tight end. So, I mean, he's kind of he's get, he's gonna be on the All Pro first team with Heineke. Mm-hmm. You just wait. You wait. <laughs> Kirk did fumble the ball, but he didn't lose it, so that's all that matters. And uh, kicking was our kicker made all three field goals and made all three extra points. That's that's a bonus considering you missed that go-ahead game-winning field goal in this Arizona last week. That's what I'm saying. All we need is good kicker play, and the Vikings could be 3-0. and They're 1-2. Blair Walsh. They are, in my mind, the best 1-2 and team in the league. Blair Walsh haunts that team. It, how do you go from the best kicker to literally not on the team? It's it's crazy. <laughs> and now going to your Sunday night game. The Packers down by a point. They gave him 38 seconds. Rodgers is washed. It doesn't matter. Clock management. Rodgers Clock. just drives down the field. It gets an easy field goal for his kicker. This could have happened to the Chargers. Same clock management approach Shannon took. Yep. And uh, Rodgers, he played really well, 261 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones had 82 yards and a rushing touchdown. Jimmy G played all right, too, 257 yards, two touchdowns, but a pick. And then he had Trey Sermon, who is uh, finally back. He had 31 yards and a touchdown. 
Um, Receiving-wise, Juice Check, the fullback, had a touchdown receiving, and so did Ayuk for the uh, Niners. And then Devontae Adams, just a dominant game. 12 catches, 132 yards, one touchdown. feel sorry for anyone who had to play in fantasy. So you said you didn't see this game, right? I did not, but I did see the final 38 seconds. So did you see the part where Devontae Adams went down? Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that guy had a serious concussion after that late hit. He just shot it back out on the field like no big fucking deal. He's, he's not like that Fresno State. Home he, he's, of all like, he's like, we're here to win the game. Like, fuck it. He, he <laughs> I think my at, name's Terry. <laughs> he played at Fresno State, the home of where Josh Allen could have been. Yeah, They're tough down there, all right? They breed winners. Oh, I'm Fresno pretty sure – He's from that area. Rogers is too. So it, it's kind of a weird game because next year, if the 49ers play it right, they could have both of those guys. Well, when does Jimmy G's <laughs> uh, contract end? I think he's got a year, maybe two years. Well, you know what? They, you figure, they, out, they you figure out the it. money. You figure out the money. Yeah. They, they would figure out the money to get Rogers and Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G also did lose a fumble this game too. And uh, the. The Packers almost lose this one, but uh, they don't. And Roger shows that he still cares about the game. He's pissed off at all these reporters that never played, that he doesn't it, care about football. But by, by the way, have you, have you been watching Rogers on McAfee's show on Tuesdays? Uh, I've like seen the clips. I don't watch the full interview, okay. but I watch a clip here. He's there. he's like acting way different with the media. It, it, it's just, He has this I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude now, and he's just – I don't know. It's like I think his full personality is coming out, which is it's not a bad thing. It's just kind of interesting to see play out. Yeah, it's entertaining. I mean, I still hate the guy because he played for the Packers, but I mean, <laughs> fuck that guy. But I mean, other than that, yeah, he's he's been running the North for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Packers. You did pick that game right. I'll give you credit where credit's due. You picked that game right, but they did not cover the spread, so. Did I really yeah. win that one? I think yeah, I you, you definitely lost that one. You know? so. <laughs> uh, and now on your Monday night game, you have the Eagles at the Cowboys. Cowboys were four-point favorites. They destroyed the Eagles, 21 to 41. Dude. They won by 20 that, points. That Eagles offense couldn't get anything figured out. That Eagles offense sucks. Jalen Hurts went into this game a better quarterback than the Patrick Mahomes. He had zero interceptions all year. Threw two interceptions this game. He had 326 yards and two touchdowns. He also had 35 yards rushing. But honestly, those two touchdowns were, like, not really impressive. The one touchdown was just a, a prayer ball. He had Zach Ertz with the touchdown. And then he also had Greg Ward with the touchdown. Well, the thing is with the Cowboys, they have a really good defense. I think it's starting to really show in these games. But, like, they really – emphasize a lot of the Eagles' flaws in this game because, like, they had to basically abandon their game plan at halftime. They were just getting beat down. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't run the They didn't run the ball at all after halftime. I mean, which, they were down by 13 points. Yeah, and running the ball is a big part of their offense. So Yeah, they really needed to. But, I mean, hey, anyone on Miles Sanders, uh, he basically gave you a middle finger. Pretty much. <laughs> um, Dak Prescott, he played really well. He only missed five passes, going 21 for 26. Had 238 yards, three touchdowns. Zeke playing like a madman out there. He was running angry. 17 carries for 95 yards, two touchdowns. Tony Pollard showed that he's a second running back with 60 yards. Did really well still, though. And then you had the tight end, Dalton Schultz, with six catches, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb did all right with 66 yards. Cooper, he did okay with 26 yards. And then you had Cedric Wilson with the other touchdown. Cooper, I did see he like he got a little hurt, I think, in one of the plays, but he got up and yeah. he walked it off basically. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was playing this game. I thought he was hurt coming in, but he played. Yeah. He played. He had four targets. I mean, he's not a big game, but he played a little bit. Dak did have two fumbles this game too, and he lost one of them. But I mean, other than that, he played really well. The guy only has two interceptions all year. He's playing really good. He's been playing really well. As long as he doesn't go down with an injury, they're going to be pretty good, I think. Yeah, he's playing as a top ten quarterback right now. So yeah, yeah, top ten for sure. 
maybe even like a case for top five. <laughs> nah, he's 10th in yards, 10th in touchdowns, 14th for interceptions, 20th in QBR, top 10. Solid top 10. Yeah. Want me to I, hit you with the numbers? I'll hit you with those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just think he's such an integral part of the Cowboys offense because when he yeah, was gone sure. last year due to injury, they just they sucked. They stuck up the joint. Yeah, for sure. I mean, stats don't tell the whole story. You got to watch the game and see it. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but now we will go on to our week four picks. Uh, your first game is Thursday night football. You got the Jaguars versus the Bengals. Bengals are seven and a half point favorites. I got the Bengals. Who do you got? Who do you got then? I'm taking the Bengals, but since it's Thursday night, take the under. For sure, for sure. Uh, next up, we got football team at Falcons. Football team's only a one and a half point favorite. Falcons are coming off that hot win. They're at home. This but football team is still the favorite. This once again comes back to uh, the toilet bowl 2.0, but I'm going to take the Falcons on this one because Heineke's had some trouble. I also have the Falcons because I'm a loyal fan. (laughs) Unlike somebody that I know. (laughs) Calm down. Up next, we have the craziest line I think I've seen. Yeah, Texans at the Bills. Bills are a 16-point favorite. They won't cover. They will not cover. <laughs> they will not cover that, take that under. But I'm assuming you got the Bills as well. Yeah, I got the Bills, but do not take them to cover on this. There's no freaking way. All right, next up, we got Lions at Bears. Bears are a three-point favorite, and this goes against everything that I believe because I know the Lions are going to go 0-17. They're going to get the under here. They're going to only lose by one or two points. But I had the Lions winning this game still. I'll take the Bears on that, but this is – just the odd divisional matchup because the Bears have so many question marks right now with quarterback play. It'll be definitely a tight game, though. Three points, it might be inside of that. Uh, next yeah. up, we got Panthers at Cowboys. I got the Panthers on this one. I'll take the Cowboys all day long. All right. Good luck with that. Dak's going to get dominated. I doubt that. Uh, next up, you got Colts at Dolphins. Dolphins, for some reason, are the one-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the Colts here. The Dolphins are really the favorite? They are the home team. Yeah, which he has them a three-point edge. But, okay, I'm taking the Colts, and I'm going to bet Colts. this game. It's actually their two-point favorite now. The Colts are? The Colts are. No, the, the Dolphins. They've gone from one-and-a-half to a two-point favorite. Yeah, yeah, your boy's going to be putting some money on that game. The Colts are pulling that one out. Yeah, Colts aren't going on for it. Up next, you got Browns at Vikings. Browns are a two-point favorite. I got the Browns. Yeah, I got the Browns on that. The Vikings have put up a good fight, though. Yeah, I don't, like, part of me wants, if we have to switch a game, I'll switch that game. I'll pick the Vikings because yeah. I can see them winning it at home. But it's also so, the Vikings. What, what are the Browns favored by, like, four? Two. Two. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, up next, you got Giants at Saints. Saints are a seven and a half point favorite. I got the Saints. I got the Saints on that one, too. The Giants are a dumpster fire right now. You're right. <laughs> um, after that, you got Titans at Jets. Titans are a, they were a seven and a half point favorite when I first wrote this down, but they're now a seven point favorite. Yeah, it's because the Titans are going to win that game. It's because the, the Jets are doing better than anyone thought they would in their practices. Not a chance in hell. Up next, you got a one and two team in the Chiefs against a one and two teams at the Eagles. Chiefs are only a seven point favorite. Yeah, Chiefs are going to win. And, like, I don't like a seven point favorite in this, but, like, Kansas City will probably cover that. Kansas City probably win by 20. Well, like, the biggest thing here is Andy Reid's looking for his 100th win as the Chiefs coach. And he used to coach Philly. I think they're going to dominate these guys. Yeah, here's the thing. The Cowboys beat the Eagles by 20 points. The Chiefs are going to win by more than 20. Um, Yeah. Up next, we got Battle of the Undefeated. We got the Cardinals at the Rams. Rams are a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the Cardinals. I got the Rams, but it's going to be a three-point game. Next up, we got Seahawks and Niners. Niners are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the Seahawks. Mm, that's a tough one. Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson has never lost three games in a row, and he's lost two in a row. I'm just letting, uh, I'm letting you know that now. I saw that. 
on this just in with Max Kellerman this morning or this afternoon. So just giving you that inside baseball information for you. <laughs> I'll take Seattle this one, but this is going to be another nail biter. Mm-hmm. Next, we got Ravens at Broncos. Broncos, they were one point favorites. It's now even money. I'm taking the Ravens. They're going to beat the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking the Ravens. I'd bet money on the Ravens. Uh, after that, we got Steelers at Packers. Uh, Packers are a six and a half point favorite. I don't know if the Packers cover that, but yeah, the Packers win this game. After that, we got Bucks at Patriots. Bucks are a seven point favorite. I got Bucks, but I mean, you're a Patriots fan, so they're coming back there. Bill Belichick has to show that he's a better coach than Brady as a player. I mean, honestly, I think you should take the Patriots here. Thank, thanks for the sales pitch. I'm taking the Bucks here. The Patriots still got a lot of question marks to figure out. Well, I just want everyone in the comments on our next Facebook post just to call Ben a pussy. Fuck off. <laughs> next, we got the 3-0 Raiders going up against the 2-1 Chargers. Chargers were a three-and-a-half point favorite. They're not only a three-point favorite. I got the Raiders. I'll take the Chargers on this one, but the biggest thing there is because they have the home field. Did you say the Chargers were favored or the Raiders? The Chargers are by three points, so they're favored by even. the home field. Yeah, so even good. matchup. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty even teams, but I got the Chargers on this one because they're at home. All right, so we do have four games, so we have an even number, so I'm going to change that Vikings game. I'm going to pick the Vikings then. Okay. And yeah, that's then, a bold uh, strategy, Cotton. You can have the Browns. I'll be nice. Yay. I'm such a swell guy. I know. <laughs> cheese, cheese, cheese. <laughs> so the games that are important to watch are the Lions at the Bears, Panthers at the Cowboys, Browns at Vikings, Cardinals at Rams, and Raiders at Chargers. <laughs> Any closing thoughts on today's uh, podcast? There's a lot of shitty games this week. There's a lot of shitty games this week. Oh, <laughs> well, like. Honestly, like Washington and Atlanta is a toss up because they both aren't that good. Well, I mean, Detroit, Atlanta's Chicago, a top team. They're on a win streak right now. Detroit and Chicago is really questionable because Detroit could easily win that game, by the way. But it's Detroit. And then the Giants and the Saints, the Saints should win that game, but what Saints team are we going to see? Yeah, Titans and the Jets. Yeah, Jets at the Eagles. <laughs> like, the only games really you want to watch. Tomorrow is if you want to see a murder, you watch the Bills and Texans game. If you want to see a good football game, I bet you Panthers and Cowboys will be a good one. I bet you Browns and Vikings will be a good one. Cardinals and Rams is going to be a shootout. Seattle Niners San will be a really good. Yep. Ravens and Broncos. Pittsburgh, I think Green the Bay. Ravens. I think Ravens dominates them. Pittsburgh, Green Bay. I think Green Bay destroys the Steelers. Honestly. I don't think it'll be a like the stretch injury pending. By the way. Because if there's a lot of injuries, it's going to change that. But I think that's going to be a closer game than people think. And you know what? It's L.A. Heritage Month in October. You got the Raiders and the Chargers. La Familia is out there. Shit. A great game, dude. <laughs> yeah, Tampa, not in Mexico. But... Why are they not in Mexico City? This is bullshit. T- Tampa and New England will be a closer game than people think, by the way. Yeah, probably. It's a Sunday night game and. I mean, Brady knows Belichick's team really well and vice versa. would have taken the Patriots to win, but I get it. If the Patriots win that game, I'll be pumped, but I just don't see him winning that game. You'll go streaking around your neighborhood is what I just heard. No, because that's going to get me on a list I don't belong on. You can streak with a uh... – God damn it! <laughs> what the hell is it called? The like uh, the thing that Galvanakis wears in Hangover. The oh, satchel? Into the jock? No, jock strap. You can run around with a jock strap on. That way, at least it's not all dangling. Yeah, that'd be that'd still be a very dangerous thing considering <laughs> my job. So we're gonna pass on that. <laughs> but all right that's the end of the pod it was nice talking to you all right later